You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 067. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 67. You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. Hey, baby cakes. Hey, beautiful woman. How are you? Oh, I like you saying that. I, I say that all the time. You, you say sweet things to me. I say beautiful stuff to you all the time, baby. You do. In fact, I just got a really, really sweet email from one of our listeners oh, who yeah. was saying, like, so refreshing to hear how kind you guys are to one another. Well, and, you know, know, it was like... It's disgusting, actually. It's pretty gross. We gross <laughs> ourselves out. We're like, ew, we're gross. <laughs> but, you know, I saw it. I posted this funny thing on my Facebook about couples and what they fight about in their households and stuff. Oh yeah. And my first thought was like, we have all those things like squeezing the toothpaste in the wrong place and like differences of opinions. Or like, where do you want to go to dinner? I don't know. Where do you want to go to dinner? Well, let's go pizza. I don't know. Anything but pizza. Anything but pizza. (laughs) But the difference, like we have all that shit. Like we're not invincible, but we're just nice to each other while we do it. Yeah. You gotta be nice. While we do it, you know? And the niceties. It's true. I always say, like, don't let go of the niceties, man. You do? You always say that? I do. You have never heard you say that. You haven't? No. Oh, well, maybe because you haven't taken any of my relationship classes. Oh. Do I need to? No, because they're based off of a true story of you and me. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm so stuffed up right now. (laughs) I know. You're a little sick girl. (laughs) But it doesn't sound sexy. It's not like the graphic. Sure it does. Oh, my God. You sound like Demi Moore. (laughs) Welcome, everybody. Yeah, that's exactly. Speaking of cougars, I do need to talk about c- how cougary yeah. I feel in this show. All right. Well, let's talk about cougary after you've talked about your Let me camp. just tell people what the fuck is going on plug right your, now. Plug your shit, and then we'll talk about... <laughs> I do have an angle. I yeah, have an what's angle. Your, what's your this angle, This podcast Mrs. Smith? has an angle to sell some of my shit, <laughs> but I'm pretty transparent. But, but first, okay, hello and welcome. And if you're new to the show, and if you're not, who cares? You're going to listen to it anyway. We have uh, typically two types of topics. We talk about love stuff. We also talk about general life stuff. Today, we're going to talk about love. And this was a relationship inquiry that came to us via our podcast submissions. Which we love. Which we love. In fact, we were just talking about how a lot of this stuff, I would have never thought to use it as a topic so it's so great when I get them from you guys so please 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 if you have something you want us to sound off about or would love some advice on cruise by thejoyjunkie.com click on the podcast page and you could submit um, ideas so this one is what to do when you are not sexually attracted to your partner oh yikes right like this is some rough terrain so I'm going to give you some great places to look today um but yeah, look I've got for some. Somebody you are attracted to. Wait, what? Great places to look for people you are attracted to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll tell you how to find other people. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> I'm like, join Match.com. Look at their Go to bodies. Ashley Madison. Yeah, <laughs> Ashley Madison. <laughs> Do you know I get all that type of shit all the time in, in my emails? spam box? Yeah, I'm like, yeah. go. 
do you have any idea who I am? <laughs> do you have any idea who I think I am? I am the Hyo Yankee. <laughs> I am the Hyo Yankee. <laughs> That's how you say it in Spanish. Yo soy Hyo Yankee. Hyo Yankee. Oh my god! All right, it's this is already derailed. Already. This is already a mess. I'm <laughs> I'm so hyped Runaway up train. on fucking Dayquil right now. Are you? Yes. I'm such a mess. But okay, let me pedal my goods and wares really quick. Pedal. You guys, it's the absolute last chance to get in on my boot camp. Right. So There's only a couple spots left. Only. <laughs> it's like unlimited. I know. <laughs> This is not, there's no cap. So, but there's only a few days left. There you go. There we go. go. But thank you. (laughs) Giddy today, Jesus. Please don't click off, you guys. Okay. No, I promise. I've got some good stuff to share. But yes, okay. So if if you don't know, I'm running a 21-day course. We start uh, September 18th, right around the corner. uh, And there's only a couple days left to get in on this if you want. So if you go to thejoyjunkie.com, which you're going to do anyway, because you're going to get all your freebies and you're going to check out the podcast page, click on boot camp and see if this is the type of class that you would want to hang out with us for. So it is not, uh, uh, it's being offered for $197. It's for all three weeks. And you still can get three free bonuses just for signing up, and they're valued at over the cost of the price of the bootcamp price anyway. But wait, but wait, there's more. <laughs> you get a sham wow if you sign up now. I will throw in a fucking sham wow. <laughs> One of the used ones we have in our closet. <laughs> oh my god, uh. it's going downhill fast. But yeah, I would love to have you guys. We're gonna talk about. Uh, the three three weeks cover off mind games, you know, really dealing with your internal critic, your negative self-talk and kind of dismantling that, looking at uh, people pleasing and approval addiction and kind of how we are always comparing ourselves to others and uh, and doing things based off of trying to solicit a specific response. And uh, finally, we're also going to talk about self-worth, how to cultivate self-worth. So if any of those kind of go, oh, my God, I really need to do that. Yeah. Uh, the reviews that I've had from last year's boot campers were just so incredible. And you have those on your website, right? I do. So and a lot of them still hang out and they talk and they are supportive of oh, one another. So cool. it's just kind of nice to know that you're not alone. A little community, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, cruise by thejoyjunkie.com, click boot camp, you'll... Uh, You'll see all the goods, but awesome. Yeah. Okay. So I need to talk about being a cougar, you guys. Oh yeah. So (laughs) Mr. Smith and I are doing Julius Caesar right now. Yes. We're, if you don't know, my director conned Mr. Smith into being one of the senators. Senators, Yeah. I'm a plebeian. He's a a plebeian. (laughs) Plebeian. That's a fun (laughs) word to say. I always have a problem, but check it out. So I, there's all this like sexual angst and, you know, interesting dynamics between the characters because it's set in modern day and um, a lot of the, the sexes are changed. So yeah, Mark Julius Antony, Caesar's a female. Julius Caesar's a female. Uh, Mark Antony's a female. That's, That's who I'm you. playing. And so I have all this like sexual tension with some of the other senators and like the way that it's it's orchestrated. It's so fucking fun. So, so much fun. But I feel like such a cougar. Because they're all 20. They're like 18. 18, 20. The character that plays Trebonius is 18. He just graduated from high school. I'm older than his dad. I know he did. He was like, you're older than my parents. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. That's cougar. That's Cougar. That's Cougar Town for sure. Oh, what am I doing? 
what am I doing? I feel yeah. So when you said Demi Moore, I was like, yeah. I'm oh, the, oh, I see the I see the reference. Ashton, and that didn't work out. So, which I was kind of rooting for that. I was really rooting for them. It to worked look. for a while. It worked for longer than I thought oh, it would. I know, but then he went for Mila Kunis, which is like his age. God, but yeah, they're cute. Yeah, but Demi Moore is so much better looking than. You Mila. think? Oh, for sure. Okay, we digress. Yes, we digress. yeah, yeah. Okay, let's so let's talk about this. What to do when you are not sexually attracted to your partner? Yikes. Okay, so I've got four kind of concepts that I want to lay on you. So the first one, I I really think this is this is really the the place to look here because I think that certain things in relationships are more important to certain people than other things. So for instance, I I personally highly vi- value sexual connection. I highly value romance. Like it's extremely important to me. That's a major sure. deal breaker to right, me. Right. If I don't have that. Now some other people might say <laughs> I'm me. willing to forego that because they're all good with these my kids or they help, you know, whatever. Yeah. All these other qualities, all these other things that they embody are more important to me than the sexual connection mm. or than romance or than whatever. So the first item of business is for you to look very, very honestly. Is this something that if it never, ever changes, you totally could be at peace with? And I think that there might be a select few people out there who would say yes. They yeah. would say, you know what? I've never been an overtly sexual human anyway. Um, or, it, you know, whatever your story might be. But where you go, you know what? Having a friend for life is more important to me. The companionship. Right. Yeah. And, you know, and that's not up for me to tell you. But I think, this is what I believe, is that everybody who's in this sort of situation, you know if it's a big deal to you or not. And when I got this submission from this listener, my inkling is that it is a deal breaker. Right. It right. is something that you are missing. And that if it never changed, you would be severely impacted. You would be deprived. You would feel like there was a component that you were lacking. And that's where you need to get really clear. Because that's not, that's not up for me to say. Um, so you have to be really honest with yourself. Like, is this, is this a deal breaker? Having said that, once you, get, once you establish, like, Yes, this is a deal breaker. Let, like, let's say, let's go with that. Yes, this is a deal breaker. I know that I cannot live the duration of my life with this person, no matter how amazing it is, unless we have some sort of sexual connection, right? Sure. The, your next step is to see if it's something that can be salvaged or see if it's something that can be built. Okay. Especially if this is somebody where you you've been together for a long time and you used to have a really great sexual connection and then for whatever reasons it's kind of fallen apart okay most likely if it was there once you can rebuild it sure you yeah. can get back to it sometimes you know people go through like health issues or having kids or there's certain things that um have come up as far like medically sure that have influenced your sexual connection yeah that you can work on it but is expecting something to just change magically? No. 
Well, what if you think, what if it's not even about the physicalities? What if it's like um, you found out a certain trait about that person that you'd never thought of before and it just turns you off? Like, how do you get past something like that? Well, I don't know if that's really the issue that she brought up. It's, a, it's the physical part. Yeah, because she said, um, like, that. that's totally different to me because that is, that's a side effect. Your attraction is a side effect of this other thing that you found oh, out. Gotcha. So like, it's not actual... really about the sex. So, but, right. but this guy. But it might be the other way, too. You might not phys- be physically attracted because of other factors. Right. right. Yeah. And I definitely think that could be the case. But in this particular situation that she presented me with, she said, everything is there. He oh, blows God. my mind in every way. I never thought this could even exist. Like it screams soulmate on every level mm-hmm. okay. except this. All right. So that's why I'm going, okay, if it really is that incredible, it might be worth trying to cultivate this connection. But I think a lot of times what we think is it needs to organically happen. It needs to just be magically there. And sometimes I think it can be built. Not always. So this is where you need to look. Like, are there sexual connection issues like, God, it really just grosses me out when he, like, licks all over my ear. Right. Or I, I, it really grosses me out when he comes to bed with his socks on. <laughs> like, that kind of stuff can be rectified through communication, through conversation. That was the next question on my mind was, all right, is it just that you're not physically attracted to them? Like they're overweight or they're too skinny or, you know, those kind of things. Or is it that the sex isn't fulfilling? Right. And it could be both. Yeah. And it oftentimes is. Like if you find somebody's like physical appearance not attractive, like you're just, it it is okay. Let me just say this right now. It is okay if you like fat people. It is okay if you're attracted to skinny. It's okay if you're attracted to big boobs. It's okay if you're attracted to, you know, nice asses like you. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, thank you very much. But so don't make yourself wrong if you're not attracted to that particular body type or whatever it is we're allowed to have affinities right okay it's the same reason why we like certain foods over others like we just naturally have inclinations okay. towards certain things that's that okay said. that's fine all right but it's a different thing if they are if it's stuff that can be rectified and they're willing to rectify it gotcha um that requires conversation exactly yeah. and that's what i'm saying people think Oh, it just needs to organically be there. Mm-hmm. Something's wrong with me. Why don't I like them? You're like guilting yourself into it. People are when, so afraid to talk about sex. About anything related yeah, to that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Afraid to hurt the other's feelings. Afraid of what's going to happen when they do say it. You got to talk about it. You got to. So if you are expecting it to change or like, okay, maybe if we just hang out a little bit more or we do cute things or loving things. No. You're not addressing the issue that's at hand, okay? Now, the stuff that I mentioned, like the things that are rectifiable, like, you know what? I really I really don't like my nipples twisted or I really don't like all the lights on all the time or whatever, like preference type stuff. Okay. That is very, very different than, you know, I kiss them or I t- like just even the uh, initial touch feels wrong feels not right i'm unattracted 
you know, that's very different. And I feel like we know this. And that's one of the things that I got from this person was I feel like intuitively, you know, this is a friendship. Like, mm. connect, this is an unbelievable, like, best friend. Right. Again, I got a tiny little paragraph on a website. Like, I don't know your entire story. Right. I that's don't why know we're kind of situation. trying to hit all the angles here. Exactly. Um, Maybe that's what he needs to do. Hit all the angles, hit all the corners, <laughs> but that, but that's true. Like if it's like, you know, it's a method of technique, you know, or a manner of technique, like on top of you all the time and you can't breathe. And that feels like frustrating, you know, yeah. or, um, or it's really aggressive and you prefer really sentimental or opposite. Like it feels way too cushy, gushy, and you just want some, like an ass smack. You know, like that stuff is communication. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. But if it's like, we've talked through all this stuff and we tried all these different things and we've tried to be romantic and we've tried, you know, conversating about stuff and it just, I feel like you're my brother. Yeah. Mm. Then that's, that's just an innate chemistry difference. Like we're not connected. Right. You know, so that, but I will say if it used to be there. See, this this situation that was presented to us was somebody who, uh, it's a relatively new new relationship. New relationship, all right. But if we're talking about somebody who, it's you've lost it over years and years and years, I think if, you've, if all the other components are there and you really do dig this relationship, it's worth it to actually try something, mm -hmm. to put some effort to recover what was lost. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure, but... It, it's going to require um, some faith that talking about it is going to help it, right? Like, what if it's um, the way they smell? Right. You know, like, not even that they don't bathe or they're B.O., but just, like, the, their scent, you know? Well, and I'm not, I'm not like, attractive. an expert in this whole thing, but to me, that would be, that's pheromones. That's chemistry. Yeah, that's that's about to me. Yeah. innately who we are. We don't match. Right. So what do you do in those situations when you're like, yeah, I just not... Then you need to it. decide, is this a deal breaker for you? Uh, okay. So then you go back to your first comment. Then you look at like, and see, that's the deal. That's the whole thing is like when people are looking at this, they're looking at like, do I need to stay or do I need to go? Don't you feel like, a, wouldn't you feel like a dick though? If you're like, you know, everything is great, but the sex sucks and there's nothing we can do about it. I got to leave. If it's a deal breaker. It's, it, it's a deal breaker for me. Don't you feel like. That I feel like people will stay in the relationship to avoid being the, the jerk there. Right. But they will do that for every fucking thing. Right. They will do that for every fucking thing. And that was my next point is, number three, d here's the deal, you guys. Desiring sexual connection is not superficial. It is not asking too much. It is one of our basic human needs. Preach. It's like saying, okay, live the rest of your life, but you can't have water. You can only have Gatorade. It's like a fucking basic human need. It is not superficial. You're not asking for too much. So uh, anything else like that's a big deal, like a deal breaker, like honesty, like it's so important to me that I'm with somebody who's honest. And if they just, oh, they have a hard time, like little white lies and like, but everything else is amazing. No, <laughs> that's a deal breaker, dude. Deal breaker for sure. Yeah. It's not superficial it's not asking too much it's a chemistry thing it's not your fault and if you've put every piece of effort into it and at at the core of who you are you go man i don't think i i can live an entire 
existence and life with a best friend and have no sexual fulfillment. Yeah. I think all it, of it, us deserve a sexual fulfilling life, period. Absolutely. And it bleeds over into other things. Like just with us, when we haven't had sexual connection in a while, we start getting, you know, persnickety with each other. Yeah. And we start like, oh, man, we need to do it. You right. You know, like it's just basic. Absolutely. So, and, and that is like... It, it, that really, really leads me to my fourth one. And I'm so glad you brought that up. But it gets me worked up because I feel like we guilt ourselves into staying into a relationship. And this one's really hard because you feel like a dick. Yeah. But it's your... I'm trying to think of like another analogy. It's like... Um, it's like your best friend's cooking their absolute favorite meal and it makes you vomit. And you feel like a dick, but it makes you vomit. You know, and they're like going off and they spent all this time cooking the meal. And it's like, but I'm so sorry. My physicality does not allow me to digest this meal that you made. I'm so sorry. I'm I'm not coming from a place of malice. I'm coming from a place of self-care. Well, there's a there's a good thing to say when you're in that conversation. If it is a deal breaker. Right. right? And I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm really not. I'm coming from a place of love here. Trying to be honest and, you know, forthright, blah, blah, blah. And, and that's, again, I can't tell you if it is or not. There are people who I think aren't overtly sexual, like I said, right. who could live the rest of their life with a totally mediocre sex life, and sure. they wouldn't bat an eyelash. Sure. But I think that's very few and far between. If you actually get really honest about it, I think it's one of our basic driving factors. I think it's one of our human needs is sexual release, sexual. I think that's how we are naturally wired, period. So... Final point that I was starting to get into, staying in a relationship due to guilt is often a recipe for disaster, okay? So granted, I know if you, if there are all these other components of why you're staying, you're not staying just for guilt. I get that. But I want to just, I think this is really worth mentioning because I've seen this in many other areas, not just... Uh, not just particularly sexual attraction, but where everything is there except one other big deal breaker, like drive and determination. Like, I love this man or I love this woman so much, but she has zero drive. Mm. She never wants to be a better person. She doesn't want to advance in her career. He doesn't want to caretake for the family. Things that are also a big deal to us, and then we should all over ourselves. Well, I should be so grateful because he's so amazing with my kids. Or I should just love her because, my God, my family gets along with her so well. Or, or she takes such good care of me emotionally. Or the sex is so incredible. And we should, 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 should. I should be happy. So really start listening to your gut, okay? You're allowed to want what you want. And I oftentimes will use this analogy when people get guilted into something and they do this with jobs, they do this with family relationships, all sorts of things. When we think like, how dare you? You're asking for too much. It's like if you were an artist, like let's say all you want to do, like at your core of who you are, you just want to be an artist. Let's say it's painting, right? You want to go to art school and all this stuff. But you also happen to be a fucking genius and you get a full ride scholarship to a major medical university where you could be a doctor and everybody in your life is like are you serious you got a full ride 
and you're going to pass that up because you want to paint? And so society guilts you, guilts you. Guilt. Don't feel what you feel, artist. Don't love what you love, artist. You should actually love what society tells you is most important. Like money and fame and notoriety and handouts. Like how dare you not want to take it? No! But that is a recipe for disaster, you guys. This is in any other situation too. You know, oh, you should want to take that job that destroys your heart. Oh, you should want to have kids and it's not a desire of your heart. Oh, you should want to volunteer for that and it's at the cost of your family life. You know, like anything that you feel guilted, like you're not allowed to want, uncool, uncool. You're sacrificing your happiness. So I just, I really want to drive home the fact that if this is something that you really, really desire, that you really, truly want, that it contributes to your personal fulfillment and it happens to be sexual connection with somebody else, you deserve to fight for it. So if that means having tough conversations, if that means seeking sex therapy, if that means reading books together, if that means eating different fruit to try to change your scent, like whatever (laughs) it is, it deserves attention. So do not write it off as being unimportant. That's all I really, really wanted to underscore. Um, Get it, girl. What are you thinking over there? I'm just letting you go. You're on one of those rants, and I don't want to get in the middle of it. I don't mean in the middle of it. I mean, I don't want to interrupt it. And, it, you know, it's not, it's not easy. Yeah. It's not easy. It's the same way, like, when my, my mom asks me to go to church, and she's really kind, and it's a desire of her heart. And I know it means a lot to her, mm-hmm. but it's a massive, massive sacrifice to who I am to say yes. Right. So do I feel like a dick? Not anymore. If, uh, not anymore. Uh, not when I started flexing that muscle. There's the rub. But she, um, the rub. she would, would present it to me and, you know, say, you know, I'd really love for you to come to this service or blah, blah, blah. And I've just had to handle myself with dignity because at that point, it's one or the other. It's either your fulfillment or my fulfillment, right? Like if I acquiesce, it's at a massive cost to me. So I'm not, I'm not up for having a cost to my happiness, my integrity, my core value system. No. So I handle myself with grace, knowing that I'm not coming from a place of malice. That is the most important thing, you guys. Your intention is pure. You're not going, here, let me have a conversation with you and tell you that I'm, you know, I need some more sexual connection and I'm doing it to fucking destroy you. I'm doing it because I'm standing in integrity of, of my personal fulfillment. And, and caretaking for myself. So with my mom, you know, I'll, I told her, I'm like, I so appreciate that kind gesture. I really do. Um, but unfortunately, that, that makes me extremely uncomfortable. And I'm going to need to politely decline. Thank you for thinking of me. But I'm, the answer is no. D- done, right? So that's is that right. hard? Fuck yeah, that's hard. Yeah, but it's just like anything else. The more you do it, the better you get at it, right? That's exactly right. Yeah, and gotta flex the muscle. Exactly, and that's what that's what you you've told me plenty of times. Like you never used to do that. Mm-hmm. I used to always <laughs> just do whatever I needed to do, so that I made her happy or made looked favorably or didn't rock the boat. And here's the clincher at a cost to me, and that's why I'm saying it's important. If it's not a cost to you, whatever, enjoy your mediocre sex. Enjoy your not-so-connected sex life. Enjoy everything else. Right. Put your 
you know, focus into those things. If it's not really a cost to you. Right. However, if it is, that's okay. Like you're allowed. You're allowed to want that if that really is a desire of yours. So hopefully that's been helpful to you guys, like places to really look. And and to know that if everything else is really incredible, really do everything you can to rectify this one issue. And that could be anything else. Like if it's the if it's the partner who you love everything except their drive and determination. Is there something you can converse about? Is it something you've even addressed as an issue for you? Really candidly, not in passive aggressive ways. You know, like have you really said, this is problematic to me? You know, this is this is a challenge. I connect with you so much in every other area. And then I feel I feel a void here. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard, you guys, like especially if it's not reciprocal, especially if the other person's like all in and totally digging it. Like that's hard. But either you get through it or you don't. Right. Right. So it's still a conversation that has to be had. Yeah. And if you get through it, you're better for it. And right. if not, you're better for it. Right. Right. And <laughs> these are hard because both both of your options suck. Right. Like staying in a relationship where you really want an awesome sexual connection and it's not there sucks. And ending the relationship and starting over also sucks. Right. So you have to look at in the grand scheme of your life. If you decide to stay and do nothing, you know, are you going to be okay with that outcome? So, and again, like I said, there are so many avenues to working on this. Books, seminars, coaches, therapists, um, uh, even new ways to eat that change your sexual chemistry. Like, do your research. Like, if you really, really want to rectify this, feel like you've done everything in your power before you walk away. You know, keep your nose clean. Make sure you've done your due diligence. Um, anything else you wanted to say? No, I'm just letting you preach. <laughs> Go on, girl. I just, I hate when people guilt themselves. Yeah. Like, I'm not allowed to want that. Because I think this particular listener even said, like, it feels superficial. No, it isn't. It is not. <laughs> Whatever, if it is important to you, superficial is like, doesn't matter. That's, you know, it should be nice and deep. (laughs) (laughs) Pardon the pun. But but if it really, really matters to you, that isn't superficial. So stop writing it off like it is. Yeah. Yeah. Good advice. That's great advice, love. Uh, Yeah. So look at this. Is this a deal breaker for you? If you were to live the remainder of your life out, would you be in a severe sacrifice or not? Uh, Number two, know that a sexual connection can be built, can be recovered. Do everything within your power to do that. Converse about it. That's the biggest thing. Candidly, openly, honestly. Number three, know that desiring a sexual connection is not superficial. You are allowed. And number four, know that staying in a relationship due to guilt is a recipe for disaster. So really check yourself there. Um. Again, if you want us to sound off on anything, cruise by the joyjunkie.com, click podcast, and, and let us hear from you. Um, I go there first, as I always tell you guys. That's exactly where I go when I formulate content for the pods. And check out boot camp, you guys. I would love to have you. If you if you want this kind of fierceness, if you want to be able to have those tough conversations and stand in a place of power and kindness and not malice and know that your intention is pure, 
dude, I've got tools for you. Let's do this. Uh, click on bootcamp. Check it out. See if it's if it's what you need. I'd be honored to support you. Um, nice. Anything else? Nope. I think that's it. I think that's about it. All right, guys. Have an amazing week. We'll we'll be back at you next week. And here is to loving and living your most badass life. Mr. and Mrs. Smith signing out. 